Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We need more distance. Yeah, no, that's not good. A guy could just... Throttle those giants. Go silent-ish, Doran. It was very eloquently put. <laughs> Doran has restraint. I feel really good about this. One hit me in the thigh. <laughs> I'm not, but... Kraloth, come on, get up. Ow! I'm a little bit taking the piss, but I'm also a little bit flabbergasted. The stadium cheers. He's being a little bit short with people after he just got shot. <gasps> a natural 20. Whoa! Hey. Hey. Whoa. Holy shit. That's a way to open us up. <laughs> Shame. This is episode 120, House of Cards. MVP this week is Trevor Traub, or at XDeathCleric on Twitter. Trevor's a big fan of Dice Shame and constantly promoting us. Appreciate you, Trevor. Thanks, Trevor. The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the fog and the trees and the rain of a town called The Fort, where eldritch horror and folk horrors meet. If that sounds like something that you're willing to be haunted by, tune in to our friend Cole Weavers as he scares the shit out of you. Listen to The Town Whispers wherever you get your podcasts. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's play some D&D! Woo! Woo! 
So you guys, it's been a big night for you all. Maybe the biggest night. Not only have you found the third ancient giant relic, bested a group of stone giants, and taken a really fun boat ride, you've also lost that same giant relic, plus one, had your asses handed to you by a wildly terrifying figure with antlers wreathed in shadow, your airship was brought down and basically exploded, and one of you died, and then was brought back to life somehow. I should mention that none of your characters actually know that Kraloth is cursed yet, you haven't had that conversation in character, just in the meta. So, as you trudge through the dark forest, crunching through the snowy ground, these large flakes start to fall on your shoulders and faces, drifting slowly down out of the sky. It's going to get colder, and nightfall will come sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. We'll just keep moving. It's all right. Red reaches over and sort of rubs the snow off his shoulder. It smears in a dark color. This is not snow, Red. This is ash. Mm. Dorn holds out his hand as he's walking and rubs the ash between his fingers, looking at it and smelling it. And I think Red, despite how far it seems we've traveled, we really haven't moved that far from the site. And I think Red uh, gets more solemn all of a sudden and puts his hood up, covering his face, turns to the others and says, come on, we need more distance. And he turns back and continues walking. And you walk through the cold forest together, the four of you trudging at times splayed out with some distance between the four of you at times almost huddled close together. Doran's sort of more like a hurried walk, almost tripping, uh, trying not to fall, but keeping a pretty good pace. <sighs> this is, I can't believe that the, the giants just kept coming out of the out of nowhere. And what was that? Black beast that nearly killed Kraloth. It did kill me, Doran. And Kraloth continues onward. I'm sorry, I misjudged. I thought we'd have time to get the stone on the ship. I shouldn't have called it down. We, I should have waited longer. I, I could just throttle those giants. Red slows down from what I imagine is the lead and sort of turns back and says, Shh, quiet. Guys, we're not far enough away. Those giants were only a few miles north of us. We need to keep moving. Kraloth, are you okay? <sighs> I'm alive for now. What do you mean for now? We're all going to die eventually. Let's keep moving. If we don't get distance like Red says, we'll end up like Damien and the rest. They could be they could be all right still. We don't know anything's going to happen. We don't know. We just know that the, the fire elemental got escaped and there's giants right behind us. Mm. We got to keep moving. You trudge on through the darkness, this ash raining down from the sky on top of you, through the gloom of the forest, after maybe 40 minutes of walking, maybe an hour, you make out a large, dark shape, a building of some kind. It seems dark and quiet. I think Red holds up a hand, sort of gestures to the others. You know, he's a good distance away from everyone else, and he just sort of crouches his hood up, and far behind, everyone sort of also takes a knee, and he just watches the house for a few minutes, one of those minutes, doing his primeval awareness to see if he can detect any giants or humanoids within a five-mile radius. He puts his ear to a tree, sort of hearing the heartbeat of the forest, cold as ice, and waits Doran opens his You'd... mouth to say something to, Je to Kraloth, but doesn't, realizing it would be a bad Thanks, idea. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
inspiration for that worthy addition. I'll give you just inspiration. Just, you got just inspiration for that. Just inspiration. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. He opens his mouth to not say but anything. I, I'm I'm stuck on Doran has restraint, but Alex doesn't. Yeah. Is the, <laughs> is the, what that moment it. communicated in a way that was really good. That's good. That's, That's true. Great. That's true. You do not detect any giants or humanoids within a five mile radius, either within this homestead or behind you. Seems like maybe you have cleared the threat so far. Red turns around and locks eyes with Doran and sort of waves him to come up quietly, holding his finger to his mouth. And then he gives the sort of hold signal to Kraloth and Jack. Based on what we saw back there at the riverside, the uh, elven ruins, I feel like we should be a little more cautious. Take the sneaky approach. Good thinking. And I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace. I mean, between the two of us, I still have almost all my spell slots. And, and actually, my health isn't too bad either. I'm at 76. Yeah. And I think Doran and I will slowly move up towards the front door. This could be a hunting cabin or a cottage of some kind made of wood and stone, its roof collapsing in the middle under the weight of snow and ice. There's a small overgrown garden, a gated yard on the south side, the pickets rotted through. As Red's sort of moving up and he lays his hand on the stone wall, he looks towards Doran and I think recalls a fond memory of doing this far before they came up north, you know, clearing houses in the woods, similar to what we did with the Elven Ruins, but, you know, Doran and he were often the ones that would go first, you know? And I think he just has a moment of familiarity and then gestures for the front door. Doran doesn't even look at you because he's looking at this window that's on this side of the building and thinking of way back a few months ago how you were able to throw him through the church window until he realizes that you're looking at him and he catches eyes with you and sort of with a smirk and a smile. It's tough to be happy in a situation like this. Still, he finds a moment to chuckle about that. So listen, I can boost you up and you can look through that window. I mean, or you could throw me in and we could do another surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe another time. Sure, give me a boost. So Red will peek up and look through the window in the front. Absolutely. Red, you look in through the window and you see the interior of the hut is dark. But with your piercing dark vision... You see that there are the remains of a broken table lying in the middle of the room on top of a spoiled carpet, and a stone hearth lies on the east side, though it seems unoccupied. Back about a hundred paces, Kraloth and Jack, you're watching your companions investigate this dwelling. Hmm. I hated it in there when it happened to me when I was turned to stone mm. the, the dark the loneliness I, I don't know I don't know I don't know maybe it wasn't the same experience for you but no I can relate I can relate there was a sense of coldness of aloneness when I was stuck in that stone giant yeah <sighs> kind of the least of our problems Kraloth sits down he places his shield with a clank on the ground Crosses his legs and says, I don't know how long it's going to take them, but uh, I experienced something, well, I don't know how to explain it, but 
I'm still processing it, Jack. That demon creature, it killed me. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I'm, I just haven't had a chance to pull all the, the details together yet. I'm sure if I had some time, we could puzzle something out, figure out well, what happened. It seems so far that time is on our side. I don't know. Giant's got long legs. And this whole time, Kraloth is sitting with his legs crossed, facing Jack, and he's holding out a little piece of dried fish or cured fish towards Jackson. But very out of character, Jackson isn't taking it. Hmm. And Jackson is going back towards Jack and curling around his leg and, and looking fretfully at the cured fish and Kraloth. But Kraloth doesn't really react. He just takes the cured fish and sticks it back in his satchel. Doran and Red, you're standing in front of the door of this cottage. Red gestures to Doran at the door with hand signals only. Mm. And there's comfort in the familiarity. Yeah. Doran puts his hand on the knob and with his one knee on the ground sort of leans into the door and pushes it open with his shoulder. It opens without too much resistance. It's not locked. And even the hinges seem to sag as the door creaks inward. Oh yeah, this door hasn't been open in a while. The hut is dark. It smells of rotten wood and dust. But it's dry inside, and it feels somewhat defensible. Mm -hmm. You see the shattered remains of the table, as Red saw earlier, and a dark, cold hearth. Red then turns back and looks towards Kraloth and Jack, and he sees that Kraloth, as opposed to normally when Kraloth had seen Red approaching a house that could be combative, Kraloth typically has his shield up and his mace out, and he's ready to run in and help. He sees Kraloth sitting, cross-legged, almost as if he's a day at the beach. And Red shakes his head, almost angrily, and moves into the house with Doran. Doran, strategically knowing that Red can't be in close combat, he kind of points to a corner. You go over there. Yeah, Red already has his bow away, and he's drawn his rapier. I'm okay with you. Great. So, yeah, moving swiftly across the room with silent-ish strides. <laughs> well, we still have Pass Without Trace. So. Yeah. Well, that's what gives us the silent-ish strides. Why don't you roll stealth to see how silent-ish you can be? Roll silent-ish, Doran. So it's plus 10, remember. Dirty 20. Nice. 29 for me. Oh, is that it? <laughs> so there are two doors leading north. The one on the right. All right, let's do it. And Red stands next to the door with Doran, and quickly he turns the knob and throws the door open with his rapier in his free hand. You open the door to a hallway, the couple of doors that lead both east and west, as well as a door to the north that looks like it's probably an exterior door. In this hallway, apart from some of these rotted floorboards, you see two skeletal figures lying on the ground, their bones long picked clean from rodents. Oh, damn. Oh, it stinks in here. And Red walks up to one of the skeletal figures. And Red bends down and sort of gives them a look over. Can I do maybe a medicine check? Oh, definitely. That's a 12. Red, as you bend over these figures and examine their bones, you're able to discern that they were long ago probably orcs. And that's when one of them shudders and trembles 
and pulls itself up into a seated position. It reaches out for you and tries to grab you around the throat. What? Everybody roll for initiative. Dun 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 Go fucking figure. I mean, I kind of thought, but I was like, I had do I really want to? No clue. I was like, this is going to be our place of rest, and we'll have a montage of fixing up the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. What'd you roll for initiative? Uh, let's start with Rob. Uh, 11 for Jack. Kraloth. Also 11, but uh, Jack can go first. Sounds nice. Uh, Alex, what'd you get? Doran rolled a 19. He's well prepped. Wow. Oh. And Harlan. 15. hey All right, Doran, it's your turn. You are standing in the doorway, looking in on this room. Your friend Red is potentially getting molested by a skeleton. Stepping over these broken floorboards, is there like, can you see into a basement? Yes, you do catch sight of underneath you some slivers of darkness that betray the presence of a cellar. Betray the presence of a cellar? So does that mean there is no cellar? That's a yes. There's a room under there. (laughs) It was very eloquently put. It was good. I liked it. (laughs) It was very eloquently put. Almost too eloquent. (laughs) I find it extremely fitting that I get to go first because my gut as Doran is to run in with his axe over his head and like strike this bony figure right down the middle. Mm Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I'm going to use this big mother. Strike this bonehead. <gasps> a natural 20. Whoa. Hey. Holy That's shit. That's a way to open us up. That is. Nice. Well done. So does that I mean like I roll? For fuck's sakes. Um, I don't know. I don't ever roll a critical. This you is a critical roll hit. roll all right? your damage dice twice. Thank you. Can I roll two? <gasps> yes. What? what do you mean, can you roll two? Rob is... <sighs> Looking so perplexed. No, he's not. He's looking defeated. He's yes. like, oh my God. I rolled a one and then a one on damage. Oh, no. So this That's gives me a total of nine damage. Okay. Woof. All right. Oh, what a pathetic roll. Whatever. I got that 20. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted, I didn't want to assume. I was pretty sure it was rolling my damage dice. We're twice. just taking the piss out of you. I know. Don't and you did it. it. Congratulations. <laughs> And we recorded it. I'm posterity. I'm a little bit taking the piss, but I'm also a little bit flabbergasted that you don't know. Because there's eventually where just the osmosis of it should have seeped in. Well, kind of- I just wanted I just <laughs> wanted some confirmation. That's all I was looking for. Sure. I appreciate That's that. That's fair. I do. I, I sometimes want that too. I'm like, is it this again? Doran, you rush into the room and you take a giant chop with orc splitter. And she cackles as she swings through the air. Um, but maybe you're a little bit off balance by the surprise of the whole thing. And... You don't do a great hit. I mean, you critically hit, but it's not it's not your best. You look it good doing way. it, but you don't do much damage. That's right. Red, what do you do? Red, with his rapier drawn, attacks the one that Doran just hit. With a 15? That'll hit. Mm. Oh, wow. With eight damage. Red, between you and Doran, the two of you polish off the first skeleton as it collapses into dust. Wait a minute. I just realized. What? D- Doran, you only fucking attacked once. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's tired. I didn't even think about that. I didn't either. Whatever. <laughs> We're so dumb. There's two skeletons? Yeah, How many but... times have we played D&D so I far? Well, I mean, I remember I had an extra attack, which reminded me that he didn't even attack twice. Don't take me the piss out of Harlan, eh? <laughs> Red spins around and attacks the other skeleton. With an 18 to hit? Yep. 
12 damage. Excellent. Oh, I forgot to take two attacks. Covering yourself, eh? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to let it roll. <laughs> just like giving Rob another laugh. Well, it's just that Harlan had just said that, and then it, there was like this good long beat, and then it was like, oh, that's the thing that I forgot. Well, I figured this it, would be easier for Harlan to cut it in if I just say it clean. And then Red disengages, and uh-huh. he's going to move back to the center of the room far behind Doran, putting a good 20 feet between him and the creature that he just attacked. Yeah, you get almost all the way back to the entrance. <sighs> and that thing, Doran. No, you know I will. All right. Skelly turn. Skelly turn. Um, through the door to the southeast of you, Red, back in the main room, um, the door slams open and another skeleton stumbles through, hearing the commotion, swiftly preceded by the stench of death. Welcome to my nightmare. I think you're gonna like it. <laughs> I think you're gonna feel right at home. Bam, bam, bam. Be my Frankenstein. <laughs> at least we didn't start singing Cold Ethel. Yeah, that was good, Rob. Doran, the skeleton that Red left alive after retreating stumbles forward and tries to stab you with a short sword that it pulls from a leather scabbard at its side. Uh, does an 18 hit? <laughs> Yeah. What the fuck? You take five piercing damage. Take that. Uh, Doran's like, ow. And he's down. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> we die from skeletons. That's right. Survive stone giants and die from skeletons. So Red, two of these skeletons come through the door and they stand in the room on wavering bony legs. They pull out short bows and aim them at you. Bring it on. Mm, that's a 15 to hit. Miss. That's a 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Six piercing damage. It sinks into my thigh. <sighs> You're right back there, Red. One hit me in the thigh. Yank it out. Looks like a deadbolt. You never never pull it out. That's a bat. We'll talk after. Doran is not the cleric. <laughs> Jack, it's your turn. In the last six seconds, you hear some clattering. Doran yell, pull it out. And you hear Red say, no, never do that. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think Jack swears, shit, Kraloth, come on, get up. And he reaches down to try and pull you to your feet yeah. and then starts making his way towards the door after him. Yeah, and Kraloth stands up, grabs his shield. Stay here, Jackson. Meow. Jack moves as fast as he can just to get to the corner of the door to peek inside and see Red and mm. Red, who I guess just got shot with an arrow. Mm-hmm. And Kraloth runs beside Jack and uh, is in front of the window. Shit, what's going on? Skeletons. They're shooting me with the fucking arrows. Doran, it's your turn. Yeah. And we're trying to kill them. (laughs) Doran lifts his axe above his head and brings it down, striking the skeleton with a 22. Nice. Absolutely. Hell yeah. 16 points of damage. Yeah, you chop it to pieces. Nice. Norksplor's like, fuck yeah! Wow, they're like pottery or something. <laughs> Doran, there's two more out here. And Doran turns around and runs into the other room, runs up to the other skeleton that's the closest skeleton to him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and attacks again with his second attack that he remembered this time. The old run and chop. Yeah, with a 28. Yes. 
12 points of damage. You chop off a big part of its skeleton rib cage and one of its arms, and it drops its short bow and it looks at you with reproach. Red, it's your turn. Red drops his rapier and pulls on his bow and fires at the creature that is engaged with Doran. With a natural 20. Nice. Hey. Oh, yeah. You can roll your damage dice twice there. <laughs> oh, I know. 14 damage. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You hit it in just the right spot on its sternum and it fucking explodes for some reason. He turns to the other creature and as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. And then I'm going to attack with a 16. Mm-hmm. 17 damage. Yeah, you kill that one too. Nicely done, Red. Well done. The bones fall to the floor with a clatter. You hear the sound of movement from the other room. Are you right? I'm all right, but there's more in there. Glad you could join us. Thanks for the invite. Jack, it's your turn. Yeah, I think Jack steps into the room and and sort of gets in a position. So if, if Doran's closest to the door, he's ready to, you know, fire a, a bolt of magic through it when it's open and he sees a target. So I think he's he sort of comes into the room and lines up a shot. So when that door is open, if there's a if there's a moving skeleton there or something of that ilk, he's going to light it up. And I think Doran sees this, knowing the party as well as he does now. And not only does he see Jack kind of peering in, waiting for me to open this next door, he also sees some of what's... He's sensing something's going on with Red. And as he glances back at Kralok... He just got shot. Well, no, there's something else, too. <laughs> that's what's going on with Red. It's, oh, that's uh, what that is. He's, like, grimacing. And <laughs> he's clutching his leg and screaming <laughs> looking out. Around. He's being a little bit short <laughs> with people. Weird. After he just got shot with... <laughs> no, it's... So- no, no, but I... It's something more noticeable now that Kralok is right at the doorway as well. We're in the heat of the moment. Nothing more than that. Yeah, it's terse. Yeah. It's a good way mm. of putting it. Cool. Terse. Kraloth, what do you do? Kraloth, uh, seeing his compatriots in battle, steps forward into the middle of the room and kicks a piece of lumber out of the way that's from the broken table in the middle of the room. With a casual flick of his wrist, Kraloth casts Bless on Doran, Red, and Jack, and with a neutral expression, looks down at the corpses below. Excellent. Doran, it's your turn. You've been blessed. I'm almost afraid to ask. Add a, Add a 1d4 <laughs> to your attack rolls Thank and you. any saving throws. Thank you very much. <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask. Well, I'm not, but... <laughs> kind of am. <laughs> I'm not, but... <laughs> okay, so Doran, uh, looking back um, at Jack and giving a nod, a knowing nod, mm-hmm. g- grabs the door handle and flings the door open wide. Excellent. Doran, as you slam open the door, arrows fly through the opening and rain down upon your position. Three black-fletched arrows fly through. Does a 17 hit you? It is. I have a 17. And therefore... Right, so one arrow hits you with seven damage. Ow! The other two clatter off the back wall. Looks like they're having a skeleton dinner in there. I didn't say it was funny. I just said it. <laughs> very Doran. That's the thing about Alex is he'll take every shot. And some of them land and some of them don't I know. Don't I've land. said that verbatim yep, before. That one landed. Absolutely. And it's, it's never been truer than now. I don't know. That, that, one, that one was the landing one? I don't know. Doran kicks the door in. Then what do you do? Doran 
takes an arrow to the shoulder ow, mm-hmm. and snaps it off so there's enough to dig it out. And That's hero shit. Without hesitation. Yeah, it is, right? Without hesitation, yeah. charges into the room thinking to himself, they're just bones and attacks the closest one to him. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm using the 1d4 for my attack or my damage? For your attack. You add it to your d20 rolls. Perfect. So that's really going to help. 15 to hit? Yep. Wow. I would not have hit if it weren't for that. That's going to be a 16 points of damage? Yeah. You chop that skeleton to just a pile of bone dust. And then stepping forward with his backhand, mm-hmm. you know, he swipes forward and I swipes backwards. And I'm using bless on everything, not just the first attack. All attacks, as long as I maintain my concentration. Wicked. <laughs> yeah, it's a great new spell I just picked up. <laughs> 20 <laughs> 29 and that's going to do 20 points of damage. Ooh. Holy fuck. You murder another skeleton and Orc Splitter is like all about it. She's like screaming ridiculous profanities the whole time. Red, what do you do? Red moves into the room and gets into a corner and he uses as a bonus action, he moves Hunter's Mark into one of the skeletons. And he attacks with a dirty 20. Nice. Yep. That is going to do 25 damage. Yeah, for sure. Your arrow just busts through this thing's skull. Then he attacks the other one at the far end of the room with a natural 20. Holy fuck. Whoa. 17 damage. Yeah, you kill it. Doran's like looks over at Red and there's a big grin on his face and he's like, this is fun. Red is is like smiling almost like gleefully at the destruction and the carnage before him, like firing arrow after arrow into yeah. these creatures. Doran's like a different smile. Doran's like, a, like, I am enjoying the hell out of this. Yeah. No, Red's like getting out rage. A savage snarl. Yeah. Um, the skeletons move forward towards you, Doran. Let's see what you skeletons have got. <laughs> One of them swings wildly at you with its short sword and misses by a mile. But the other one digs the point of the blade in between your armor and hits one of your ribs. Ooh. Eight points of piercing damage. Ew. So with the miss, Doran is going to use his riposte. Nice. And take a attack back against that little bastard. Yeah. 15 to hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It does. Thank you for your blessing again, because that would not have hit. Praise Kellenbor. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. praise Kellenbor is right. There's like a little tally card in Jack and Kralot's mind where they're like, point for the thinner. One Lathander, for Kellenbor. That's <laughs> oh, a point for Kellenbor. <laughs> 25. 25 damage? Yep. Yeah, you cleave this skull from its vertebrae and it rolls underneath the dining room table as it falls at your feet. I picture the way it misses, it like it like clatters its sword like it's on the ground and it's trying to pull it up mm-hmm. and Doran's boot is on the sword and with oh, a big yeah. grin, Doran's like <laughs> Yeah. I love and it. then because I hefted it like a baseball bat earlier, like I said, I do that swing like a baseball bat where the only my one arm is holding onto the axe at the end. You know? And the head goes flying, it smashes did, through the window. Did you point and call your shot? Where <laughs> I bet they've got a great name for it this. It hits the moon. The stadium cheers. <laughs> Home run. All right, Jack, it's your turn. I think this is your last chance to get some of the skeleton action. Yeah, Jack 
walks forward into the into the room behind Doran and Red, turns to see the one lone skeleton ag- against Doran, you know, traces the illed rune in the air and shouts it in giantish and a bolt of fire flies towards this skeleton. Mm. Does a 14 hit? Yes, it does. Hey, and then it will do nice. seven fire damage. All right. Its bones crackle and char, but it does not fall. Kraloth, your turn. Kraloth follows Jack into the room. And with a whisper to Kalimvor, he raises his hand and casts Sacred Flame on this final skeleton. Mm -hmm. And it has to do a dexterity check. 15. That matches my spell save DC. The tie goes to the roller. Oh, okay. Then it it succeeds. Oh, dang. Yeah. These things are a little nimble. Hmm. Fast skeletons. So close. Doran says with glee, knowing that he'll get the killing blow. <laughs> Doran, it's your turn. Although there is something poetic about like Kraloth calling on Kelimvor, and it's not there for him in this moment. In a yeah, yeah. Take it down, Doran. Doran looks back and he says, and he says, while oh wow, I I <laughs> that bless is seriously helping me out. I didn't think it would help clutch. so much. Bless clutch. That's going to be a twenty-three to hit. <laughs> <laughs> How is that clutch? Yeah. The, the, this blesses clutch. I got a 38 to hit. <laughs> oh, plus four. And then doing uh, 16 points of damage. Yeah, Doran, you attack this flaming skeleton. What does it look like when you kill it? Just before killing, I kind of step up and I look over to Kraloth and I say, Thanks a lot, Kraloth. That's really kind of you. And he... Brings his axe down and almost like a <laughs> doesn't even really try. And he's like, clink, 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 and just almost pokes it over, you know? And then Kraloth steps up behind him and says, It's not kindness. We're fighting enemies right now. He's so cavalier with combat. Oh, I know, but uh, <laughs> I feel really good about this. You did well in here. It's a lot of fun. And Doran's like, got this grin on his face. He can't get it off, even though he and- sees how. This weird mood you're in. He's like sensing this negative aura around you or something. Something's going on. I I don't know that it's weird to be in a bad mood right now. I think it's weirder to be in a good mood right now. I would agree with you. I think it's weirdest to be in a in a disassociative mood. A, that a neutral. Like. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not good. That, I think Although, that's oh, it's yeah, and it's that's to. that's exactly where he's at, and that's. We're all kind of all yeah. over the place, yeah. and that's okay. Oh, I think 100%. that's kind of like. But I think it's okay to be in a, in a dissociative mood too. Actually, I it's mean, just weirdest. Yeah, yeah. 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 especially yeah. It's most, most remarkable. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's so, what yeah. I mean. It's the most, uh, yeah, out, obtuse out there. Like something's really like, up. Like you know? sadness makes sense. Maybe even like pushing through to pretend you're happy about success, but like being cut off is the most, yeah, remarkable, yeah. the most noticeable. So the house is quiet now, except for your own breathing. <sighs> Well, let's not uh, call it quits yet. There is still that door and those doors, Doran says as he's pointing around the room. Mm. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a look. And Red grabs his rapier once again and heads to the door to the north. You reveal a number of other rooms that had until recently been populated by these undead creatures lying in wait for who knows how long, for what purpose, you've no idea. There's little else that is remarkable about this hut. Most of the furniture is broken or in a state of disuse. Doran's kind of wandering around, you know, pushing things over. These skeletons were sparrowed here or something. They're not from this place. I don't know if they 
were defending something or just... When we were back at the crash site, I heard one of those wisps or apparitions, whatever they were, say something about a house nearby. Uh, I wonder if this is it. But they're not undead, which is the strangest thing. Who weren't undead? The ones back at the uh, shrine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And that's when you hear a ghostly whisper from somewhere close by in the room, Kraloth. A voice that says, Can it possibly be? Have I been gone for so long? Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Christopher Ryan Evans, Merlin, Mitchell Cadwell, Michael and Brianna Weber, Colin Burkhart, Daniel Doug, Jessica Orit, Jonah Goldman, Melanie Shen, Lars, and Mari Kaniski. See you soon! I want to give Justin inspiration. Hey! For absolutely nailing it on the owner of this home, having been one of the creatures oh, yeah, from yeah, yeah. the previous episode. Great job, Justin. Way to go. Thank you. Smart. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.